0: Don't With tea podcast. <laughs> yeah, so this is a Don With Tea Podcast. It's very informal. It's just about I'm um, connecting with minds all over the world, similar minds, and we're all about kind of navigating this crazy world we call adulthood. Um, on this, um, per episode, we focus on maybe one or two different, uh, topics and we just have a back and forth, feel free to throw me questions to find out more about myself. I'll ask you questions. So my listenership, some of which are in the US, some are the majority of in the UK can find out about you, your journey from Georgia. You yourself as an author and all the things you're doing um, now and have been doing at Georgia Tech and all these different type of stuff. Um, But yeah, I'd like this kind of episode to be focused kind of on purpose and the kind of the reason why purpose is so important in our 20s and being time rich, essentially. Mm -hmm. How does that sound? That sounds perfect. I'm excited. So welcome back guys, this is season three, episode eight of Adulting with Tea podcast. You know what it is already. I hope you're good. I hope you're blessed. I hope you're doing well. Um, Today we have another guest. We're being consistent, we're sharing and we're navigating adulthood together. Now this is the first guest that I've got outside of the UK. This gentleman is from the US He's not only a motivational speaker, he's an author, he's not only a a motivational speaker and author, but he's also a student at Georgia Tech with a journey, with with purpose, and with a lot of things on his chest to share with us today. So, special guest, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, thank you for introducing me, Anthony. Uh, My name is Edward Freeman, and I am a senior at the Georgia Institute of Technology in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm a student author and I'm on the track to uh, become a medical doctor. So I will be graduating and hopefully entering medical school in the next two years. But my biggest thing in life is to live on purpose and live intentionally, but also to create on purpose. So I'm excited to be here um, with you guys
0: today. Yeah, and I think the reason why we've been able to kind of cross paths on the kind of social media world was Because of that purpose, Um, we're both young men doing similar things in terms of building platforms to not only share the kind of experiences that we've had, but um, to share that and make sure that other people get inspired by what we do on their own pathways, on their own journeys. So to kind of start off, to get people more kind of accustomed to who Edward is, um, who the author is the story behind, um, your work and your, and your journey, we're going to ask this one question that we've been asking all guests through this season. And the question is, when was the first time, Edward, you realized you were in this adult journey, you're becoming, and you weren't just a child anymore. When was that? Um, when did that journey start for Edward? When did that journey start for you?
1: I would say the journey definitely started, um, my summer uh the summer in between my freshman and sophomore year uh, i realized that wow i have my whole life in front of me but it's up to me to create the life that i want to live and i realized that okay you're not going to be babied anymore nothing's going to be handed to you but it's up to you to get up and go after everything you want um and in that moment it was like oh wow this is real like life was just coming at me hard Um, and in that moment, I had to grow up a lot and I had to realize that your potential is infinite, but you have to go ahead and put the steps in order to reach, uh, reach a certain level to keep on going, keep striving. So that was the point, um, I had just like received probably the lowest GPA of, um, any of my academic studies. And in that point, my mind just shifted and I realized, all right, nothing's going to be given to you. Let's make it happen.
0: Wow, and that's that's quite powerful because often, um, I believe, or maybe you would agree with this, that is in our our darkest kind of, in our darkest days or in our darkest scenarios. That's when we're hit with two decisions: one to actually fall forward and and get up and see how we can improve beyond this, or fall back and then just rest on our on our laurels. How was it that you were able to develop that kind of mindset and get to where you are now at institute such as Georgia, the Georgia Institute of Technology? For people who don't know, Georgia Tech in America is a big, is a big deal is up there in terms of education and beyond that you're doing more, You're a student and, and your author and your motivational speaker. How did you transition? I would say it definitely took time, Anthony,
1: man. It, It took time. Life is a journey. And I was first thing to start off with, I would say comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, Many times in our 20s, we look at where people, other people, our peers, where people down the road, where they are. And we compare ourselves and we just think, "Okay, I should be there. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And what I had to realize is I took a step back and I looked at what I was doing and I said, I'm good at where I am. However, I still need to progress. You got to celebrate your wins every step of the way. Um, and with progress, you're going to be forced to grow. In some seasons, it's just kind of like, okay, um, I'm comfy, but no good things come out of the comfort zone. So you're going to be forced to grow. And it's been so many seasons where I've been beat back down. Like It's just like I was taking L after L after L, and then I just got back up um every time because i knew i had somewhere to get and somewhere to go and i couldn't compare my journey to someone else's um your day one may be someone else's day 365 or your day 365 may be someone else's day one so our life's journeys
0: can't really be compared wow i think for me definitely um so i'm still relatively in the the early chapters of my 20s and Especially on social media, especially in um, the professional world, it's so easy to, when you're underground and you're trying to be t- in this kind of tunnel vision, it's so easy to look to your left and look to your right, um, as I've mentioned a couple episodes ago, and see other people doing. Better than you seeing other people maybe getting the promotions, or if you're in still academia, the higher grade, etc. Their development seems to be so swift, it seems to be so fast, it seems to be so effortless. But it doesn't really value us if we're just looking at other people. I think there's value in learning from other people, of course, and collaborating. That's something that I've done on this podcast um, alone. But like you said, compar- comparison is really the thief of joy. For you, were there any things that you done actively, practically to say, look, comparison is the thief of joy. This is how I'm going to focus on myself. This is how I'm going to make Edward in the future, the best version possible. What were those things? If, if they were any.
1: Wow. There's actually plenty of things. Um, self-care. I would say self-care is definitely important. Um, you need to be mentally, physically, and spiritually well. You know you got to take care of yourself in all those um areas because if there's an imbalance and you will feel it you'll feel when your life is out of whack so i say self-care make sure you're make sure you're doing what you need to do um exercising eating right that's physical health um, mental health get a therapist um journal do things that will declutter your mind if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people on instagram it is perfectly okay to mute and unfollow people like Even restrict like their accounts. That's that's perfectly fine. You have to do what you do to keep your mind in perfect peace. And the biggest thing I learned just entering in my early 20s, I'm only 21, but the only thing, the biggest thing I learned is don't let anything disrupt your peace. And if it does, it's too expensive. And when things were disrupting my peace, I I'm a Christian, so I prayed. (laughs) I prayed to God, just reading my Bible, praying, and I was just like, okay, this is disrupting my peace and that comes into spiritual health as well. Um, But that was one of the things that I did. And also journaling, affirm yourself every day when you feel insecure, when you feel like, when you feel like you just can't do certain things, journal, remind yourself of what you've overcome, remind yourself of where you're going. And honestly, journaling has changed my mindset um, because your mindset can form manifestations. Feeling blessed, so say to Nami, my guys, who go straight, so say to Nami,
0: my guys. Wow, I think I've done a couple of the things that you've mentioned as well on my kind of journey. Um, For example, journaling, I started maybe the past past two years and a bit, I would say, um, kind of using art as therapy. So kind of Mm -hmm. creating and using that as my therapy. I'm a Christian as well, so I'm I'm happy that you spoke on the spiritual element as well. Um, Asking God and saying, look, this is where I'm at. I know that maybe the way I'm thinking in this certain area, how I see myself, how I perceive myself, I know that I may be anxious um, when I'm around people socially, but I'm, I can't do these things on my own. So I'm going to pray that you give me the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ, to do what I can't do in the flesh. These are prayers that that I make because I open up and i, I be on, i be, I'm, um, Honest with God. If you can't be honest with anybody else, be honest with God. Be honest with that inside, um, that that voice within you. And I and I just pray and I ask them, Look, this is my situation. I've done these things in the past, which probably hasn't been the best thing for me. But this is what I'm trying to do. Can you help me? Can you guide me? Who do I need to cut out? Who do I need to mm. bring in? When's the right time to collaborate? When's the right time to rest? When's the right time to work? As it says in the Bible, there's a there's a time for everything. God's given the time mm-hmm. for everything. Jesus, yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 100. Uh, a lot of the time, me, for example, I'm more so on the work, 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 work side. When, okay, you're gifted, you have certain skills um, and you can be of value to people, it's easy to do too much. It's easy to put yourself out there to the extent that you're being You're being a disservice to yourself, really. And I'm learning that, okay, I need rest. Sundays, Sundays now are my self-care day. I take care of my skin. I take care of my mind. I clean my house. I clean my environment. I limit conversations and I just allow more peace. I Mm. use that Sunday for reset. I'm, I'm opening scriptures. I'm listening to different sermons. I'm meditating on scriptures that I thought I knew, but again, Silent time, going over them again, I'm getting new revelations. God's telling me, oh, look, this scripture actually relates to this season or this scripture relates to this thing that you were trying to run away from before. Mm-hmm. And just being honest, because at the end of the day, if you can't be honest with yourself, who are you going to be honest with? Often when um, I tell people that, okay, I'm a type of person that I really like my to be alone and just sometimes just be by myself I enjoy my own company
1: Mm -hmm. and some people are
0: like what you enjoy your own company it's like don't you like to go out I do but the thing is I understand that Anthony T as some people call me Anthony's always going to be with Anthony type of thing so if I'm going to be comfortable with anybody this goes back to self-care I need to be I need to be um, at peace with myself and the energy of that, I believe, you know, showing ca- characteristics, fruits of the Holy Spirit, that's just going to germinate to other people and people will want to be in your presence and, and all of these, all of these things. Um, and the same thing for me has been on the kind of the physical side. Um, it's I'm happy that you mentioned that as, you know, it's so difficult, you know, there's so little time to do everything but sometimes I tell myself, should I be doing everything or should I be focusing on uh, particular things? Um, like you said, the dieting, um, exercise, etc. Um, Before, sometimes I was like, oh, I haven't got time to exercise. I haven't got time to kind of make the right food to kind of fill my body. But one thing that I'll just throw into the mix of all these practical things that we're doing is just being adaptable and flexible. Right. It's not no. every day that you can whip up a gourmet meal. Sometimes Maybe you have <laughs> to kind of cut down the time. It's not every day you, you'll be able to run a marathon and have, you know, an hour, two hours to exercise. Um, right. So this season, especially this latter half of the year, has taught me, one, I need to rest. Two, I need to be flexible and, and adaptable. When the coronavirus hit, mm-hmm. what things kind of in your kind of walk, your spiritual walk, what were the kind of flags that, okay, God showed you that, okay, this is something that you, Edward, need to work on?
1: I would say definitely um, when COVID hit, I was at a very low point and it was, it was in the middle of the semester. I was burnt out to the extreme. And um, even in the midst of a pandemic, and it was just a very tragic time seeing so many people lose um, lose so many people. And um, it was a very hard time just to be, I guess, be in school. But what I realized is um, I can't do things in my own strength. And there were times where I would just, just to finish an assignment, I'll put on worship music. I would play a sermon. I would play something um, that would be uplifting my spirit and feeding my soul because when you're when you're burnt out, it's sometimes your body is tired, but also your soul is tired. So you have to always replenish and renourish um, your soul. And that was the biggest thing for me was finding those ways and finding those avenues to tap back into my source. Um, even though in life we may stray away from God, but God is always near. God is always near us when we're tired. You take it to the Lord in prayer. Uh, that's one of the biggest things I heard growing up. Uh, whatever you need, pray on it. Don't be anxious for anything. That's that's in the Word. Um, so going back to going back to what I knew, even when I was burnt out, um, that really helped me just keep my mind and my head on straight, and just be like, okay, you're the same God that got me through this trial before. You're the same God that's going to get me through the pandemic. And Lord, I trust you
0: with all my heart. I hear that. And in your your journey now, okay, you're at Georgia Tech, you're an author, you're a speaker. Um, I would like to assume that a lot of people want Edward's time uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a lot a lot of people wanna spend time with Edward. A lot of people want to it's a good thing to a certain extent. They want the the value that they give, they wanna kind of partake in, in your journey, be it okay, they they need advice, they need support. But often the question I kind of think about in terms of when I see creators doing so well, when I see authors doing so well when I see people just living their life actually just using their gifts I often ask myself who is helping that person Mm. who's helping the person that is great is a great friend who's helping the person that is um, the counsellor Well, who counsels the counsellor so for you Edward when when you're at your weakest points, you've mentioned your relationship with God, but who are those people that help you? That you they can pull you to the side and say, "Look, Edward, I know you're. I know you're in this situation. This is the advice I can give you." And two, what traits do they have?
1: This is so on time that you said this. I was literally having this conversation uh, almost two weeks ago. Um, I would say. My biggest support would be my uh, inner circle, and you always have to be very choosy about your inner circle. Your inner circle has to be there. Yes, it's good to get the likes on Instagram and the acclaim and the fame. Um, That's good, but after when you're really going through it, when you're in the gutter and you're just down and out or you have a personal emergency, those friends, your friends and family will be there for you, and they will go to bat. So, I mean, shout out to my sister, shout out to my mom, dad, grandma. They're always there for me, always surrounding me, uh, family, but my close friends, um, they are some of the most open-minded and caring and real people. They will give it to me straight. And honestly, I, when I'm in the past, I was like, okay, maybe this needs to be sugarcoated a little bit so the effect won't be wrong. But it's like, okay, for example, If I failed a test and I was stressed about possibly um, re-impeding a class, one of my friends would be like, okay, bro, how much did you study? Or were you on your phone or were you playing? What were you doing? And those type of people keep it real with you and they would just keep it. You know, they would tell you how it is and your feelings, no feelings hurt. But hey. No cap. No cap. (laughs) No cap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No no cap. cap. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like. That's the best way, um, the best type of friends to have, man, is those friends who are on you about your goals, on you about your life. You know, one of my friends, she was like, what do you do for fun today? Did you go out? Did you do something? Just did you buy yourself something nice? What have you done for yourself? And I think a lot of times being so busy on the go, we don't do things for ourselves. When you have like goals to reach and you want things to do, you oftentimes neglect yourself. And in this season, Mm -hmm. I learned, all right. I'm going to pour into the people that pour
0: back into me. Wow. Wow. So essentially you're saying that the the relationships they're they're mutually benef- uh, beneficial. They're not just uh, yeah. benefiting Edward, but is a benefiting Edward and the other person.
1: Yeah, that's um mutually bene- beneficial relationships are important. And I would always say this When you have friends, get to know their love languages. Get to know emotional intelligence is so important. And I feel like a lot of us, we go out into friendships, we go into relationships, and we don't know how to study emotions. One, communication skills in this generation is just, we have to work on that. We really have to work on emoting and communicating through emotions because some people may have different love languages, and that's how you better understand them and become a better friend.
0: Well, I think for me, definitely, when you were talking about your inner circle, I was just reflecting about mine. And of course, like I, my, my mom, my dad. I have sisters as well. Um, I'm the only boy. I have three sisters, uh, three wow. siblings. Yeah. So, um, they're they're people that I can always. I don't feel any way to talk to them and say, "Look, here's how I'm feeling. I'm not too feeling. I'm not feeling that good today. Or this happened. That happened." on on all areas um i was reading a a scripture yesterday and i think it was proverbs 3 6 where it's saying that um we need to trust in the lord and not lean on our own understanding i don't lean on my own understanding because i know that i don't know everything i won't be able to deal with all situations um to the best of my ability i need people i need people that are going to um, give me sound um, advice um, and and these are are the people when i think of my friends and the traits that they have the ones that i keep dear to me um, they're loving they're they're open they're honest um, they're supportive um and i would believe i do the same thing uh, likewise and definitely it relates to our emotions because when you look at different sorts of mental illnesses, um, for example, depression, or we start talking about um, anxiety, anxiety that can cripple people, or we're talking about stress, often it's the case that um, symptoms develop when um, we're in a season of isolation. There isn't that person to talk to. There isn't that person that you can reach out to. Um, that's why I say, it. that's why I talk about it is that it's very important. Um, you mentioned love languages also. And I think it's a very important conversation to have. We, sp- we have spoken about love languages on previous podcasts, but more in the re- relationship sense and less on friendship. For you, what does Edward need in terms of your lo- love languages um, with your friends?
1: Wow, <laughs> this is a good question. And it, changed, um, it definitely changes from friend to friend. But I would say I need um, energy to be reciprocated Oftentimes, as a giver, I'm naturally giving of my time. Uh, And I learned learned to be very careful with that because as a giver, sometimes you're not poured back into. And uh, one of my other models is you can't pour from an empty cup. So it's like if I realized in the past when I was younger, I was pouring, pouring into certain friendships, pouring into certain relationships. And it just wasn't happening back. And I found myself, like, just drained. I found myself drained. You have a certain reservoir of energy, um, a certain reservoir of giving. And once you're like, once it's all tapped out, that person is going to move on with their life. They're going to be going on and you're going to be just drained and burnt out. So I would say just energy being reciprocated and communication, being constant communication. Um, I really try to just hit people up. If they cross my mind, you never know what people are going through. So I'll just shoot a text i just like hey how you doing and just shoot them a text just to check in because with friendship also comes relationship um and communication and you want to be in constant fellowship with those who you really care about mm. i
0: hear that 100 when when you're talking about um communication what kind of struck my mind was quality time mm. um, for me that's that's something that i know that in relationships be it kind of uh, um, romantic and platonic that's something that i need um and it's something i can't kid myself um I, like like you very much so i'm a giver um mm-hmm. if i i love you as a friend if you're my bro if you're my sis i'm going to make time for you you need me here okay let me know i'm, I'm going to pull up um you need this some of advice or even when i i am busy i will try to make time for you and like you said mm-hmm. when i think about the the Kind of relationships I've had and the ones that have had a big impact on me is the ones that I can see that even God even confirms that look this person is pouring into you keep this person mm-hmm. around and it's very it's not it's not um it's very rare to find those people that you know, they don't want anything from you, but they're, re- they're ready to give. They're ready to give. Right. And they're ready to sow so into your legacy, into what you want to do and, and that be reciprocal. So I think it's very important to kind of, when you do have these relationships, but continue to water them, continue to plant. And when it may feel that, okay, cool. Yeah. I may want to isolate myself. We need to kind of question what voice is telling us to do so.
1: Mm. what
0: voice is really speaking and that hopefully will enable us to make better decisions with our friendships with our uh, the relationships that yes. we have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, okay, we're now uh, in a space in social media where I know a lot of people they have taken kind of a digital detox. At the end of the season, I'm going to do the same and just have a quiet, socially anyway, a quiet end of the year so I can take more time to rest and work on the things that I've been doing. Have you seen that in your community uh, in the U.S.? with? Again, there have been so much things that have been happening this year, be it um, the coronavirus, be it the election, be it um, Black Black Lives Matter and police brutality. Um, you're, in, you're in America. You're <laughs> in the US. You, yeah. You're a black young man. You have uh, black sisters. You have black families. You're, you're in a black community. Mm-hmm. Has the desire to actually step back from social media been there for you? um how's that been like
1: it's honestly it's been an interesting process um to start off with during the summer um d- with the protest um with the protest um i i reside in atlanta um within the suburbs and it's just like worried about my friends i was so worried about my friends all during those weeks during the protest because they were out mm-hmm. protesting Um, we were in summer classes online, but it was so hard to focus and be on the news because the pain I felt was real. It's like, that's somebody's, that's somebody's son. That's somebody's, um, brother. That's, it's real. And it it hits close to home. Um, when you think that could be, that could be me, that could be one of my family members. Um, and it really hit hard. So there were some times where I had to delete social media, uh, because naturally our brain, uh, feeds into negativity and it was addicting to a point where I would just like kind of scroll looking for what's next. Um, And I will check the news for updates, but it was just hard for me to unplug. And a lot of my friends did unplug for some time. And even with um, the the, the events of this year, um, just being on social media and seeing another celebrity passing or something just out of this world happening, um, I think it's important. I'm definitely going to take a social media de- detox because that was messing with my crea- creativity. Um, I get on social media to create and inspire, but when there's so much negativity on the timeline, it's oftentimes you get discouraged a little bit. Mm. So taking a break, um, a lot of my friends did take breaks. I took breaks and they should have been longer breaks because also I like memes so I check out meme pages all the time but that's all whole uh, yeah.
0: story. I, I'm <laughs> that's, a that's one of my love languages by the way, memes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I like to laugh like I'm serious but I like to laugh um on Twitter and Instagram. But I like what you said, um taking a detox at the end of this season uh and that will really propel you into 2021 because mm-hmm. God sends us here to create and to fulfilled his purpose that he has for our lives. So it's like sometimes social media could be a distraction from actually doing the work. You know, it's a social media is a false sense of work in a sense. I want to not only make impact there, but I want to make impact in real world and real time. So spending that time off of social media these next one, two months until January, that'll give my mind a break to just create and push new stuff out.
0: Hmm. I think what, what I'll do is once I've come out of my detox, I think you'll be the one of the first people I'll reach out to and just be like, hey, how's the detox uh, been, bro? And <laughs> just to maybe share our experiences because it's necessary. Um, our, our parents, um, the older generations, social media wasn't around like it was right like like it like it is today so unfortunately um at least in the the uk anyway um there isn't much safety of okay look um they recommend you have this limited amount or there's no restrictions you can you can be Mm -hmm. on there all day if you want to um type of thing so it's really on us to say look this is what i need i'm going to cut Uh, my cloth according to what I can deal with and this is how I'm going to manage my relationship um, Which with this technology which I really think is a good thing Um, I think that we're blessed to be in this generation where you know 5-10 years ago I wouldn't be able to do this, I wouldn't be able to speak to somebody from you know um, in a different time zone with the technology but I think it's here and it serves a purpose but it goes back to what we are talking about earlier, Um, we actually need to understand what our purpose is even with uh, social media, beyond other things, mm-hmm. so we can kind of use these things in a good way to help us where we need to go. Um, yeah, for, for for real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do we gonna? Say I like.
1: I like. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said. Um, we have to identify what our purpose is and where we go. And sometimes God will send us our signs. Um, I'm a strong believer. God is a God of signs and wonders. He will direct you to what you're supposed to do, and we will see it. He, he may not give it to us all at once, but we will see little signs and it may be a DM or maybe a comment or maybe something that will direct us in a different direction um, than what we're doing. Because it's so easy to look at whatever, like comparison is a thief joy. Look at what everyone else is doing and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're trying to compete for likes. You're trying to compete for a space. But when you do what God has called you to do, your space has already been set. Hmm. the doors were already open for you. And that's what I
0: realized. Wow. Edward, I think you need to, I think I'm going to have to reload that. You're going to have to say that again. For For the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, it's like I found myself
1: always trying to switch up my posting and switch up my media strategy. And when I started posting content, um, that was from the heart and that had purpose. And, um, I was directed, I was directed in a different direction and I was like, okay, God, so what are you telling me? And he was like, I'm telling you to create. Mm. And that's what i got to writing. I got to tweeting and I realized, okay, 10 people like this, 20, but I'm going to keep on doing that. And that's when over quarantine, I saw my Instagram just jump up in followers because people were just sharing the content and that's what I realized. God will already set you a position when you do what you're supposed to do for him. When you take care of the kingdom work, he will already lay out your path for you. You just have to be obedient. Um, obedience better than sacrifice. You're sacrificing time, wasting time, wasting resources when you can just be operating in obedience. And that's, I mean, that's a message for all of us. All of us have to be obedient. There are times where all of us probably aren't doing what we're supposed to be doing. But when we do what, when we put God first, your path will be straight. Everything will be laid out before you. And you just have to walk into doors without even pushing.
0: One thing that came into my mind when you were kind of talking about that was James 2, 26, um, where I believe is talking about how faith without works is mm. dead. Faith without works is is dead. God is going to do his part. We need to do our part. And that's something that I've been learning this year as well. Um, we know the, that God works. God is a, is a God of signs and wonders. But that doesn't take away from the fact that we need to put in the work. We've been given um, abilities. We've been given um, to power. We believe that the Holy Spirit is within us. When it's time to work, it's time to work. Um, Another thing that came up into my mind is you're kind of speaking was that sometimes if you kind of, people always use uh, analogies of like plants and stuff like that. Yeah, you're in your season, you're in your planting season. And then when I was reflecting on that, um, when you look at a plant, not all of the part of the plant is in the light, is is able to receive the sun's rays but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that the roots that are in darkness, they're not important for the plant. They're, you need to be rooted first before you can grow. And then, you know, you could be seeing the fruits and all these things. And for mm-hmm. me, for people listening, maybe 2020 has been that time where, okay, a couple of seeds have been put into our own soil. And we've been forced to be in a uh, in a period of darkness but in reality is a period where we're just sowing we're sowing that seed that Ooh. if we put in the work we're gonna reap in the future that's something that you I've just been... said a whole word, yeah, <laughs> just man. Said a word. wow <laughs> that, that's something that's just been on my mind and just you know organically god's just telling me to just speak this and because you know um, I don't know if you've come across the term, but um, I am speaking with my sister and she was talking about how um, a lot of people, again, millennials, people in their 20s and beyond, they go through a season of, um, uh, where their mental health is basically impacted by the weather, the the daylight time being shorter, etc. cetera. Um, and as people of faith, we need to make sure, I always use this terminology that, okay, my... Operating system. I can either choose it to be in the flesh or I can choose it to be iOS spirit. I can choose it to be mm. in the spirit. Um, Android, iOS, just kind of catch the <laughs> analogy, people.
1: Yeah. 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 I-
0: iOS spirit or iOS flesh. I know for sure mm. one of them is going to help me get to where I go and another one is going to set me back. One of them is going to be able to. I'll be able to discern the people I need in my life and the people that shouldn't be in my life. The other one mm. is going to knock me off my course. The other one is going to allow me to be around the people I shouldn't be, or to be entertaining the relationships I shouldn't be, or to eating those foods, or going to that event or inviting that that uh, lady round if for the guys yeah. listening, or inviting that um, man round for the girls listening, for the women listening. Um, I often see that it's, you know, in life, whether we like it or not, these things are black and white. But the things that were spoken about on this episode from rest, from purpose, from digital detox, from friendships, from inner circle, from actually spending time with the word and letting the word actually speak to you. These are things that are going to make impactful change. Yes,
1: yes, I Well, you got to run that back for the people in the back. You just said a whole (laughs) word. Like I I had to repeat your words because you just said you were dropping so many spiritual gems just now. You're either going to choose your operating system to be in the flesh or the spirit. And you always have to abide in the spirit. You always have to be in God's presence. Um, And that's something that's really kept me um, is when I feel down. You know, when I feel down, when I feel like just life is overwhelming me, I throw on some worship music. It doesn't matter where I'm at or where I'm doing, but I throw on just praise and worship. I listen to um, just a piano instrument um, instrumental, and I just play that. Just and it gets my spirit it soaks in my spirit, and I feel so much. I feel immediately immediate shift. But if I were to remain with my feelings, if I were to remain just defeated. That's the trick of the enemy. The enemy doesn't want to see us progress. Hmm. You have to find yourself in spirit. And a similar quote, Lauren Hill said this, before you conquer anything, I think I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but before you conquer anything, you have to conquer the enemy within yourself. Hmm. It's mental. This life game, being in our 20s, it's mental because if we can get it down, pack, in our early 20s like you and i both were in our early 20s if we get this game down pack in our early 20s it will position us to be some powerful young men in our 30s and 40s mm. for
0: real just to close for edward i'm a kind of true believer in kind of envisioning things before that come into reality and that being mm-hmm. part of the goals i set myself what does Edward in his 30s look like What does Edward in his 40s look like For the listeners Wow (laughs) Um, That's
1: an on spot question Okay Um, Well for one I know I'm going to look good Because I'm taking care of myself So I know I'm going to look good In my 30s and 40s But um, I would say I want to be able to Impact communities I'm a giver so i want to be able to bring other people up um i'm a strong believer in networking but also networking um across Issa ray said you don't network um vertically but you network horizontally so who can i reach up and pull up in my 30s after i graduate from medical school after i start my residency okay what kid can shadow me what kid is looking for opportunity um Who is who is looking for just something? How can I help someone? And that's the biggest thing um, I want to achieve in my 30s. I not only want to be wealthy financially, but I want to be spiritually wealthy. I want to be spiritually. um, I want to be spiritually sound. I want to be wealthy with knowledge, wealthy with time and wealthy with experience. Well, traveled, um, well, knowledge, probably read, write a few more books in my 30s and 40s, even in my 20s. But all of that is positioning me to create impact around the world. I'm a big believer. You can't limit yourself to your own area. You can't limit yourself to where you're, like, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I can't limit myself to Atlanta, the United States. There's a whole world out there. And there are people like you and I who are going out in the world and we're going to make a difference. And that's what's keeping my drive. So for anyone on this podcast, keep going. You you know, this year may have beat us up and beat us down. But remember, there's only one you. Hmm. And you, you you play a strong niche in something. You may not see your something yet, but you're something and you're somebody. So you always have to remember that.
0: That's incredible man. Thanks for being so I know I just threw that question on you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being so honest and transparent bro. <laughs> yeah. I had a thing like I was just like oh wow but it <laughs> was good. Yeah no, thank you for being honest and that this is what this platform was all about. I'm finding um, I'm kind of again tapping into that iOS uh, Holy Spirit to tap into and network with like-minded individuals across the world across the planet with stories with kind of information and willing to open openly honestly share their their journey and their experience um like like you said we're just we're in our 20s we're we're on the the early stages etc but we still have experiences and one of the reasons why maybe I didn't start this podcast early earlier um than I should have been was maybe that okay I thought um, Anthony doesn't have enough experience Anthony um, doesn't um, hasn't been through enough but to, there's an opportunity in today in actually making a decision and from what you said and from what I've spoken about I think that a lot of people can take away um, good messages from what we've mentioned. And normally we, we end the podcast with a kind of word of advice or word of wisdom, but <laughs> this whole episode has been uh, a couple words already. Um, but yeah, but uh, thank you very much for coming onto the podcast. Um, do you have any last words?
1: Uh, first, thank you. Um, this wow, well, listening to you speak, um, it was definitely some gems that I I took down. And um, listening, but it's good to hear different perspectives and be surrounded by like minds. Um, If I had any last words, um, I would say, remember, God loves you and remember that he has a special plan for your life when it looks like nothing is working. Um, Remember that all things are working for your good. He's always working. He's very intentional. You may not see what he's doing, but his hand is always at work. So stay stay focused, guys. Stay stay committed and stay down, you know, and use your iOS Holy Spirit, please, because that's important. <laughs>
0: For real. Um, one thing yeah. I would say is just when you choose to operate in love, life gets oh, a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. I think when you choose to let go, when you choose to let go of grudges. Um, when you're not counting wrongs that people may have done you when you're honest with yourself you're honest with your relationship with god and the relationships that you keep dear to you life gets easier Even in the dark seasons that we've spoken about, even with unexpected things that arise, there's a peace that comes with operating in love, the IOS Holy Spirit. And that's something that I'm going to do. That's something that I'm going to be focusing on in my detox. And I hope that's something that the listeners all across the world will be able to do um, as well. Um, so yeah we can wrap it up there this has been such a sick season um i've <laughs> achieved a lot and i think this episode you know i'm going out with a bang, you know and um that's yeah. what we're all up that's what we're all about here you know so thank you very much as always guys take it easy stay blessed you know what it is already the Don Worth Teeth podcast